What up? Welcome back to the Stellar Seller Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your guest, Matthew Souza, brought to you as always by Glaninus Jr. And that's it, because I wouldn't be doing this intro if Mason was here. Mason's not here today. Stinks, because we were going to do some TSTK watch, but that's going to be pushed back another week. So uh, those of you who are tuning in for that, I apologize. I'm sorry, but we're going to make it up to you because we're bringing back some no huddle offense with me and my very special guest, Mr. Matthew Souza. No huddle offense? New game? Well, it's an old game. Did I, I think it was just called no huddle. I think I just added in the offense just now. I like it. I'll probably remember the game, but I just don't remember the name. Yeah, it's essentially just word association with, uh, you know, stuff that comes out of my mouth. Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah. So anyways, it's week seven. We are halfway, or this is the halfway mark of the fantasy regular season. And so far, I'm not having fun. It's not, it's, not, it's not a good time because in the leagues that I have good teams, now people are getting hurt, which sucks. I'm four and two in two leagues, battling injuries, and then I'm two and four in two other leagues, and then I'm one and five in a league that's just hopeless. And uh, it's not fun. I'm not enjoying myself. See, the, last year and this year, I, I, like, I get anxious watching football on Sunday. I used to have fun, Sousa. I used to sit down, watch football, watch my guys score touchdowns. Now I'm finding myself begging for a touchdown, begging for Scott Hansen to go to the game with my player so I could just see something. Some hopefulness. And I haven't had it yet through six weeks. Yeah, it's been it's been pretty rough for a few teams, I gotta say. Um, Gomes in particular lost a bunch of key guys and literally just had no answers. Um, we had the battle of the one and four teams between Craig and Panacho. Craig won out with a decent performance, and Panacho completely flopped after a stellar week the week before where he won the money got 70 plus points from two guys and then fields and dj Moore came back to earth fields actually got hurt we'll talk about that but panacho is now one and five gomes is one and five we have four two and four teams oh. which yeah so i said one two three four five six and i think one of them's in the playoffs like the last spot so to, like even though we're all still in it, it's just disgusting, and I feel dirty. Yeah, I feel almost like half I have a losing record. It's bad. And then you got some people who start two running backs on the same team, and they combine for fifty points. And then you ask yourself, "It was forty-two. Why? why oh, oh, oh <laughs> it was forty-two. I'm sorry. I rounded up. Silly me, dude. Silly me. And then." I, I, I uh, you know, <laughs> oh man, I don't know what to say. All I can say is the Dolphins offense. I hope you have a piece of it because it's it's just like guaranteed, you know, 
when you have a Dolphins player, you get that red zone update very frequently, and it's nice. It is just, uh, it's unreal. Um, I, we can we can do the stellar awards right now. Raheem Oster steals the draft because, I mean, what the fuck, dude? He's he's still only number two behind Christian McCaffrey because yeah. McCaffrey is still him. Uh, but yeah, it is absurd. I mean, another three touchdowns, eleven touchdowns in six weeks, and <laughs> eleven touchdowns. H Chan was crazy, and unfortunately, he got hurt. I start Ahmed because Jeff Wilson did not actually return this week, and even he scored. He actually, which concerns me. I said without Achan, I don't know if you can start the second running back confidently, and I think that was living up to to fruition because Ahmed did nothing until garbage time where they sat the starters and he was default the number one guy and he happened to score. Jeff Wilson probably better. Then Salvin Ahmed, so maybe he'll be worth starting, even with uh, Mostert in front of him. But well, the thing is too with with Achan, I think he's just going to miss the duration that he's on IR. Like he'll be back for that fifth week when he's back on IR. It's not like he's out for the rest of the year. Oh yeah, no, I'm saying in the meantime. In the meantime, right? Unfortunately, well, he, but like like when that happens, and Achan comes back, and then you have Jeff Wilson healthy too. Like now, it's going to be like. Are That'll be interesting. Gonna... Right. Yeah. What but if the... he most are still doing this, I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> no. I know. He's like 31 or something. Well, that's his actual number. He might be older. He might be like 33, 31, 33 years old. And uh, he's just electric. I mean, this is the year of the 30-year-olds. You got Adam Thielen, like number five wide receiver or something crazy. Um, Mike Evans doing pretty well. Last couple of weeks were not the best. Because he got hurt one week, and this past week was a lot of mis- miscommunication. But Keenan um, Allen, Keenan Allen, yep, thirty year olds. Um, it's speaking of uh, Keenan Allen. Um, last night, the Cowboys played the Chargers, and I'm going to talk about this for a second because I added something brand new to the board, and uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But did you watch that game last night? I know you were psyched because you had all your big guns going Monday night. The Herbert. Uh, Allen combo, CD Lamb, Ferguson, and um, you didn't need much, but you got. Yeah, I needed, I needed thirty six points, and your bet your ass. I watched every second of that game until I got the lead because it was probable, but you never know. I mean, right. on a Monday night, I faced Josh Allen week one, Josh Allen, and he got eight points. So, like, if that happened with Herbert, it was just a bad game overall. Could have been scary, but no, they, they performed. And what was actually a, ended up being a low-scoring game when both teams scored pretty quickly, like they just fired right back at each other. And I was like, oh, this might be a shootout. And then it stalled for a while. Uh, a lot of yards, but no scoring because there was multiple fourth-down attempts that failed, I think, on both sides. Um, but ended up being a pretty good fantasy performance for, for everyone except Ferguson. I actually might drop him this week, but... From a fantasy standpoint, um, you love to see C.D. Lamb back in the mix, getting his targets and his catches and being the number one option in yes. Dallas. You love to see Dak bounce back. He had, I think, a 26-point game with that rushing touchdown and um, a passing touchdown to Brandon Cooks. Yeah. Who finally had Welcome some to the fantasy team. relevant. 
relevancy. Tony Pollard had a big uh, day too with that big catch and run. Not a big day, I should say, but a big play uh, with that big catch and run. Um, and then for the Chargers, uh, Eckler was kind of stuffed for the most part. Yeah, I think he had seven something, seven plus points, uh, mostly on the back of receptions. How many did Keenan finish with? 18. Yeah. He's like I know seven he for 60 early. and a touchdown or something like he, that. He honestly, dude, for he could have had more. I know. There was two plays where he was wide open, and somehow those are the throws Herbert missed when he was making some pretty tight throws the rest of the game. You want to know why, Susan? Say it. Because Justin Herbert is mid I am not willing to agree with that right now. No? No? But I'll, I'll take your case. I mean, it's just I, I don't understand how he has a you know really good promising rookie season. You know, he, he throws for a lot of yards. Touchdown numbers are, you know, somewhat in the middle. And he is, for some reason, comparable to the best quarterbacks in the game. Like you, like I like people are pairing him in that upper echelon of elite quarterbacks, like your Lamar Jacksons, your uh, Josh Allen's, your uh, who else is up there besides Mahomes? Because Mahomes on a tier Burrow. himself. Burrow, like he's not that good. What's great and what's great about Justin Herbert is that he his arm strength is legit. I think there are a few throws that only Justin Herbert can make. But when it comes down to it, how frequently he misses like the easy touch passes where that like normal quarterbacks would just complete on the regular is like kind of stunning. And I saw a lot last night. And I, I, I don't know if you want to credit that to the Dallas pass rush. Making him yeah, feel I was going to bring that up. Because he was under pressure a lot, and he did the be- he did really good about it, dumping it off uh, yeah, he had, as best he had as he can. Good pro- pocket presence, and uh, he you know he, they they didn't sack him until that last drive, uh, where Michael Parsons came through, and and uh, before that the Cowboys were out sacked for nothing until um, that last drive. But I don't know, it's just something about. I feel like he doesn't get the criticism that he should compared to other quarterbacks in the league. And he definitely because... doesn't win enough, but no. he performs pretty well. Definitely for fantasy. I mean, uh, his rookie year, 4,300 yards, 31 touchdowns. Um, his second year, 5,000 yards, 38 touchdowns. Last year, 4,700 yards, 25 touchdowns, broken ribs. So uh, he's doing pretty well this year. I think he's. I think he does pretty well. He does, they just he does. don't win as a team. Right. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what side of the spectrum. Are you, are you one of those guys who judges quarterbacks on if they win or how they perform in a loss? Because, I mean, like the, the Chargers, and you look at the stats, I think since Herbert's been the quarterback, he's put up nearly identical points as the defense has led up, like in that time, like his defense. So, yeah, I, I mean, his team's not not that good. But, Craig says he lacks winning intangibles, and I can agree. That's what I'm like, saying. 
He's, so I'm, I'm a, so by that, I'm going to say he's mid. Now, does that mean he's just an average quarterback? Because I do think he's in the top third of quarterbacks. Because there are a lot of bad ones, and there's a lot of average. And then I think there's that upper tier where Herbert's in. Like, so there's 32 teams. You named like five that he's being talked about with, like Burrow, Jackson, Mahomes, Allen, and whoever else. I think he's around there, top seven. Like Kirk Cousins or Justin Herbert? (sighs) No, (laughs) it shouldn't be a sigh and a tough decision. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. If I'm on a two-minute drive and the game's on the line, who do I want with the ball, Kirk Cousins or Justin Herbert? That's an important distinction. That When the game's on the line, that makes a big difference. Because we saw Mac Jones have that a couple times this year, and they failed both times. Right. And that's, that's a big difference. That clutch ability. I don't know. I, I just – I'm tired of him not getting the criticisms that other quarterbacks do, and you know – who I'm referencing because if Justin Herbert wore a star on his helmet, um, <laughs> he would be getting crucified. And uh, yeah, it's just not fair. But that's on the board. Justin Herbert's mid. And I, I was talking about this last year too, that he was underperforming and nobody was talking about it. Another thing I added to the board is that after this week, there are no more undefeated teams remaining in the NFL with the Eagles going down to the Jets. Jalen Hurts is not playing like an MVP, um, but he's not on the board. The point I'm making is that Brock Purdy played a horrible game in Cleveland, and we talked about Purdy last week, and I'm saying that Brock Purdy equals Mac Jones. Yeah, we mentioned this last week. You and um, pretty sure you and Mason have a heated argument about this. Um, but I'm pretty sure you said if you dropped Mac Jones in the 49ers offense, they'd be the same result. Same results. Not a doubt in my mind. It's kind of hard to argue that just because that team is such a good all-around team. And you just need someone who's not going to fuck up. Nope. And last week, I mean, so the the person that we got into the conversation last week about uh, Brock Purdy because – the magical take that I heard was Brock Purdy is a top five quarterback in the league and that he's comparable to uh, a young Tom Brady early in the New England era. Yeah, that, that's crazy. That is uh, by far one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. But this week, that same person was defending Brock Purdy because uh, McCaffrey got hurt. He didn't have Debo. Trent Williams got hurt for a little bit. They're in the rain. He's facing a good defense. Oh, I'm sorry. Because a top five quarterback usually should overcome those odds. And the same argument you're making about his lack of weapons in Cleveland is the argument that I'm making that he needs those weapons to be as good as you say he is. Yeah, let's not forget... The Browns are without Nick Chubb and, I'm sorry, P.J. Walker was their quarterback? P.J. Walker outplayed Brock Purdy last week. 
there's no excuse with the injuries. Like you, sh- you shouldn't have to have 19 Pro Bowlers or whatever. Oh, and he still has, he still has Ayuk, still has Kittle. Like, like what right, are we right. talking about? Um, but Goes yeah, to show. Just, just a couple of things that I wanted to talk about. Get off my chest. Football related. Fantasy is a whole different story. As much as we don't know what's going on in football, because in no world. Should the Jets beat the Eagles? Should the Browns, led by P.J. Walker, beat the 49ers? Oh, yeah, a lot of bets um, were lost. And, and it's just like – and the Giants almost upset the Bills. Yeah. I didn't watch that game entirely, but I saw the score. Um, I was staying um, pretty close. Week to week, we don't know what's going on in football because right now it feels like anybody can beat anybody. I know. My pickums are showing that. And then as bad as that is, I still have no fucking clue what's going on in fantasy either. Because there's the trends that are showing, like Adam Thielen being a top five wide receiver. You said Craig brought up Zach Moss. Zach Moss and Mostert being top five backs this year is the reason I'll never take an RP again. I mean, seriously. I I don't know. And, And it's just. Yeah, Thielen's the number five receiver right now. Uh, his games, week one was two points, but then he had 17, 26, 12, 22, 23. Like, is this Jamar Chase? Is this Jefferson? No, it's Adam Thielen, age 33. On the Panthers. On the Panthers, yeah. New With brand new team, quarterback. rookie quarterback. My goodness. Uh, it's shit like that that makes me Not sick Not Mingo. It's Thielen. It's Thielen, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Thielen. Thielen looks good. You got to give him credit. You do. And it's just, there's nothing worse, Susan, in fantasy where my problem is I, I haven't really, sure, I lost Jamar Gibbs last week, didn't have him, uh, Javante Williams the week before, but it's not like they were world beaters and doing you know stuff, so can't really count on their input each and every single week. Lost Aaron Rodgers at the start of the year. But my team, for the most part, hasn't been riddled with injuries, knock on wood, like other teams in our league. The problem with my team is that not only am I catching other teams on bad weeks, like Gomes, Brendan, Amaral, is that on those bad weeks, my guys are worse and that is the most infuriating shit I ever – like, if I'm going to lose and I'm just going to get blown out – like, if I was Zach last week and I faced Panacho and I knew I had no chance after Thursday night, I would rather yeah. lose like that than to fucking watch play-by-play on Sunday knowing that the other team isn't doing anything, but my guys are doing absolute less. That is the worst fantasy feeling in the world. I don't care, you know – any other way you feel in fantasy, when somebody can't put up points and you put up even less, there is nothing more to flag. I know it's like you because you feel like you're just you keep keep giving you are your opponent keeps giving you the opportunity to take the lead, and yeah. you just can't do it. Can't do anything about. It. And yeah. I, have, I had one touchdown from Brock Purdy on my team. That's it. Everybody else, they were just out there doing cardio. <laughs> You know, they got yards. Like Chase didn't have a bad game, but he didn't score. Uh, Ridley, I don't know what the fuck is going on with Trevor Lawrence. One day, one week he likes Ridley, another week he likes Christian Kirk, another week it's ETN. I, I don't know about that offense. I don't know. The... It's hard. It's like a it's yeah. It's like a roulette wheel. Wheel. Yeah. And then Hollywood Brown finally let me down. 
Uh, Josh Dobbs, by the way, I told you I didn't watch most of the four o'clock games. The point where I shut it off is when he missed Hollywood Brown on a wide open touchdown on the first drive. And I said, that's oh. how it's going to go today. So, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, it's not fun right now. And I know it was a long way to go. And I know everybody's still in it, but I just need consistency. Like if my team's going to be consistently bad, just be consistently bad. Don't give me hope like last week and then do this this week. I just, I can't, I I don't just have me consistently suck, consistently put up 80 points or consistently be great. I'm tired of the ups and downs. I mean, yeah, it's uh, like I said, a lot of our teams are doing, are are feeling the same thing. So like, you're really not out of it. I I wouldn't say it's plenty of time. Plenty of time. Even for guys who trade away Cooper cup for uh, hurt guys. They're still right. in it technically. But it's all right. The odds are there. They actually ESPN does have playoff percentages. And yeah. Panacho's at nine percent. And you're at thirty one percent. Wow, it makes me feel good. So um and with every week that goes by, teams teams get worse from injury and, and <sighs> some teams get better as a result too, if they have the backups. And there were more injuries this week. Yeah, let's get to that. This is the news with Sousa. Okay, let's get into the injuries. Now, this is a news segment, but it's pretty much an injury segment. But we'll see if there's any non-injury news. So, start with the 49ers, Debo and Christian McCaffrey are hurt. So Debo mm. had a shoulder injury. X-rays came back negative. It's not considered to be serious, which is promising. Um, yeah, they said he avoided serious injury and is only expected to be day-to-day. And they play, they don't play until Monday night. So that's good because they get a little more rest. It's bad because if you're looking for alternatives, you really don't have much of a choice or you have to just kind of guess whether or when not they're going to play up- or not. You pick up Jawan Jennings, and right. uh, who's the backup? Mason. Jordan, Jordan Mason. Mason. Yeah. Right, and uh, yeah, they play the they play the Vikings Monday. McCaffrey had an oblique injury. He did not finish the game, but they're saying he has a chance to gear up Monday. So waivers are going through tonight, or by the time you're listening to this, they're already going through. And it's, what do you do? Do you pay up for the backups? Do you maybe think McCaffrey's going to play and you don't spend money on the backups? There's Elijah Mitchell and Jordan Mason. Jordan Mason picked up after McCaffrey left. that he had a touchdown. But words, whispers from the bushes will say that Elijah Mitchell is the guy to have behind McCaffrey. I think he was just getting worked in because he came off an injury himself. I don't think he was prepared to play that game. But I do think if they actually game plan without McCaffrey, it'd be Mitchell over Mason. So I shouldn't spend my remaining fab on Jordan Mason. I'm just a guest. So keep that in the back of your mind. The Rams, they lost Kyron Williams due to injury. Not forever. Not forever. But (laughs) Kyron Williams did get her MRI revealed that he had a sprained ankle and is expected already yesterday. On Monday, it was announced that he's expected to miss Sunday. 
Okay, who's his backup? Well, his backup. Ronnie. Yeah, Ronnie Rivers. Well, he got hurt too. He's already <laughs> doubtful. So next up, we have, I think, Zach Evans. So yeah, uh, Ronnie Rivers is actually expected to be sidelined four to five weeks with a sprained MCL. So he's already like clocked out. Damn. Four, four to five weeks for him. And then while while Kyron Williams might just be one week, but we'll know you don't know, could be a couple weeks. So that's that's tough because he is again to Craig's point about never drafting running back high again. He is like a top five running back, Kyron Williams, as everyone expected. Yep. And now he's hurt. So that sucks. Uh, Damian Harris running back on the Bills, although not very fantasy relevant. He needed an ambulance to get off the field, and that ambulance had Demar Hamlin's number on the back, um, which was a bit strange. I saw a lot of that on Twitter, but yeah, I think he's all right. But he had a neck injury, had to get carted off, and uh, he's obviously going to miss some time. The Bills sign, actually, no, they didn't sign, but I think the Bills are meeting with Leonard Fournette. Lenny, Leonard Fournette, crazy. So. But yeah, they still have uh, Latavius Murray, James Cook. I mean, those have kind of been the two main guys there anyway. But it is another injury. Um, and the Rams are signing Royce Freeman, by the way, to the practice heard, squad. No, I'm sorry, they were from at, the practice squad to the active roster. I heard they're signing or looking to sign Daryl Henderson to the practice squad, too. Remember Daryl? Yeah, so they, they added Daryl Henderson to the practice squad. They did do that. It's just a matter of will they put him to the active roster. I mean, he was the guy when we thought mm. when Cam Akers was fucking John McVay's wife, it was Daryl Henderson. And uh, so something to keep in mind, but he's not on the active roster. It's Royce Freeman and Zach Evans right now. Um, More injuries. Another significant one. David Montgomery. Rib cartilage is not expected to play this Sunday, while Jameer Gibbs is trending in the right direction. That's a quote from Dan Campbell. Trending in the right direction. Because he was also hurt. He says. No. So. Well, you can't. So, yeah, there's. it'll be interesting. I mean, you would assume Jameer Gibbs would be the guy. But, one, he's coming back from injury. And, two, we've seen him with the opportunity. And he wasn't the guy. Because uh, Montgomery already missed, right? He already missed last week. He missed uh, the game against the Falcons. So. Um, but yeah, we'll see what what Gibbs will do when he comes back. I mean, if he's healthy, you got to start him. He has even more opportunity than before. Justin Fields suffered a dislocated thumb on his right hand. That's his throwing hand. X-rays were, in, were negative, and he'll have an MRI uh, yesterday. Oh, maybe that's old. Let's see if there's anything updated. The Bears are signing Trace quarterback Trace McSorley to their practice squad. Justin Fields is dealing with an injury, and this move signals that he could miss some time. So, I think it's high expectations that Justin Fields will miss at least this week. Anthony Richardson, quarterback for the Colts, doing pretty well, all things considered, is probably done for the season. Damn. Yeah, he he got hurt almost every game that he would run the ball, and this time – I think it might might have been too too much. He's I don't see the exact injury, but I know he's I think it's his AC joint. Yeah, I, I know he's getting persuaded to just get surgery. That'd be yeah, he'd be better off getting surgery. yeah surgically repaired rather than playing around with it. So 
Uh, that's too bad. But Gardner Minshew is the backup. Not a bad backup to have. If you have passing weapons in, in Indianapolis, you'll probably be okay. If not better, more better off than uh, the Russian quarterback, Anthony Richardson. We saw Josh Downs catch a touchdown. Are you Downs with that? I am Downs with that. So there's your touchdown, right? On my bench. He ended up being a better play than Rashi Rice. By one by, point. Well, by like a point. I still <laughs> yeah, Rashi Rice was, was pretty solid. Um, let's see. Is that everybody? Oh, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. He got hurt. I see that he was, he was doubtful to return. I don't think he returned at all. I don't have an update on him. Jesus. This week, this week I have to start System of a Downs because Jamar Chase is on bye. Now bye weeks are coming, Susan. Aren't you happy? Aren't you happy? No, because right now I have Zach Charbonnet in my lineup. Well, um, he'll probably get a fucking touchdown too. The way you, <laughs> the way you got running backs coming in, it's going to be uh, – oh, Craig, don't get your hopes up for Ken Walker this week because Charbonnet is going to fucking rip two tutties. Um, yeah, bye weeks. That's a tough one. Susan, week nine, my entire team's on bye. And I face Zach. So congratulations, Zach. You just added another oh, wow. W. It's bad. Who well, is I, it? I get lucky with some. I was looking at the schedule like down the road. I get lucky with some bye weeks and matchups. Like some key guys are out. Like I won't face Jake Aronson when he has Travis Kelsey on bye. Or I won't face Travis Kelsey when I face Jake Aronson. Because Kelsey's yeah. on bye. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we have the Cowboys, Titans this week. I forget who else. Uh, Bengals. Oh, are they? Yeah, Bengals. Yes, this is a tough week for that. Yep. I have three guys on by. I had that like a couple weeks ago, too, when the Chargers and Bucks were on by. Damn. Um. Yeah, I think that's it for injuries. I mean, that was a long list. Uh, Trevor Lawrence had an MRI in his knee. Currently listed day-to-day. He's faking it. uh, The hope is that Lawrence will be good to go. Oh, it's Thursday night football against the Saints. Yep. And, uh, yeah, Packers signing James Robinson. Running back James Robinson. That means nothing. I don't have any news on Aaron Jones right now. He's, uh, I mean, he should be healthy. He fucking did nothing two weeks ago, and then he went to buy last week. So, I mean, what the fuck? That's true. Okay, that's it. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. Stellar stars of the week are brought to you by Ready to Rumble Vibrators. Finish the job at your man or Woman started. Sousa, your stellar star of the week without being biased to your own team. Okay, okay. I'm going to go with Tyreek Hill because I want to talk about Tyreek Hill. First of all, Tyreek this week had six receptions. For 163 yards on 10 targets, got a touchdown, 25 points, 
That is his four, his fourth game out of six. So that's a two-thirds, 66% chance that he gets over 150 yards in a game. 150. Crazy. He's done that four times. And uh and it's 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 kind of silly and laughable. I mean, as good as the run game has been and how many touchdowns Raheem Moser and all the other running backs have, Tyreek still has one, two, three, four, five, six. So averaging a touchdown every week. It's it it's always just Tyreek for a 40-yard bomb. It's every game. It's it's almost as crazy as like how Kelsey is always wide open for like a nice 15, 20-yard pass. It's the same thing with Tyreek, but it's like 40 yards, 50 yards. And it's it doesn't it's almost like an arcade game where it just doesn't seem fair. He has a cheat code on. Uh, speed really does kill, and it's just it's it's almost laughable how consistent it is that he gets a big bomb touchdown or just a big bomb catch in general. Huge chunk plays. Did you see when he got the chunk play and he was running, and then he slowed up as he went to the sideline and he like got hurt. Yeah, and I know I did. If you shoved a piece of coal up Brendan's ass during that moment, it would come out as a diamond because yeah. that was scary. Um, he came back. It was just cramps. It's yes. hot down there, Sousa. It is hot. You get dehydrated quick and your muscles cramp. Yeah, I mean, scrolling through this news list from sleeper.com, I did see a lot of like in-game updates where it's like, oh, so-and-so went to the tent. So-and-so went to the locker room. So-and-so you know, got off the field. So just so many injury scares, some false, but most are real. And it's just crazy. But we're talking about the good stuff now. Tyreek has been an elite, averaging 23 half points per reception points. And he's the number one ranked wide receiver through six weeks. Wild. You know what's a pretty good receiver? Who? Amon Ross St. Brown. The sun god. This past week, he is proving to not only you, Susan Wise, a wide receiver one, but to everyone else in the world. He had the 12 receptions for 124 yards and a voluptuous TD. Amara St. Brown, through six weeks, is the number 12 wide receiver after missing last week, the week before, week five. Um, he hasn't had a game under 10 points and it's stuff that you like to see from Amon Ross St. Brown his best game of the year so far yeah he's been he's been delivering for sure uh, that was Stellar Stars of the Week brought to you by Red Rumble Vibrators for the job your man or woman started I forgot to post the polls for fuck of the week because I forgot to ask you guys again. And I'll tell you what, Mason's not even here to do fuck of the week. Ooh. And honestly, everybody was so bad this week that you could have multiple fucks of the week. Yeah, I don't even got to go through this list. I don't even think it's... Is it worth it? Is there a single guy who fucked you more than other people did? Um, I wish I was prepared for this. Gabe Davis finally stopped catching touchdowns. He got one point. 
T. Higgins got three. Yeah, maybe we go with him because maybe we should talk about him. Because he has not been having a good time. We're talking three straight games of two receptions only. And the first game, zero receptions. Only one game did he have more than two receptions, and that was week two when he went eight for 89, two touchdowns. Phenomenal game. He hasn't scored over 3.1 points other than that. Three points. This is a guy taken in the second round. Yeah, it's tough. High draft pick. Top 15 receiver off the off the board for sure. And just with a little bit of injury, a little bit of borrow sucking, combine that, and it's just terrible. Almost fuck of the year kind of stuff right here. Almost. So, what's oh, Craig said Devontae Adams. What did, he do? what did he not do? 3.9 points. He's been dealing with injury. They played the Patriots. Jacoby Myers revenge game. So I wouldn't have been surprised if he was just kind of there as a decoy slash Bill Belichick stopping their best player, as he always does. Slash we got to feed Jacoby Myers the ball because this is a revenge game. And how fitting would it be if it was Brian Hoyer feeding him the ball? Or even Jimmy Garoppolo, really. So that's the that's the revenge game stack right there. Garoppolo or Hoyer to Jacoby Myers. This is this I'm looking at the score right now, me and Emron. I'm I'm getting more pissed off as as it is. If you would have told oh, me yeah. De- yeah. you would have told me Devontae Adams got three point nine, DeAndre Hopkins got two point five, Jerry Judy got two point nine. And I'll even give you Michael Thomas got seven, and his quarterback got six point eight four. I can't good. beat this team because my quarterback only got seven point seven. My best player scored eleven points, and everybody else got under single digits. But then you get the guys like Dalton Schultz, who uh, apparently is on a hot streak. I didn't realize he was doing this good catching touchdowns. Um, yeah. 14, higher than anybody on my team. Zeke Elliott got a touchdown. Emerald texted me when that happened and said, feed Zeke. I almost threw my wow. my phone right through the fucking wall. Oh, my and God. And then ETN I can live with because he is actually good. And ETN got 21.8. But it's just, oh, my God. Yeah, 77 points. And, and he won. No, that's my third team. Like what the fuck? Ah, uh, pisses me off. Yeah, that that's definitely tough, especially when Brock Purdy has been pretty solid too. Yeah, he was real solid, solid at throwing fucking incompletions last week. Put a little bit of rain on him, and dude sucks. <laughs> yeah, the uh, elements. Um. So no official fuck of the week, but if we were to do fuck of the week. It would be T. Higgins this week. T, you got to figure it out, man. People are counting on you. All right, Sousa. Now, this game of no huddle. Oh, yeah, games. Normally, I'm more prepared, and I'm not. I apologize. The way no huddle works is 
I'm going to rattle off a list of words, like the word association game. When I say a word, I want you to say the first thing that comes to your mind. And because you are the very special guest of the Stella Scheller podcast, you're going to get the first crack at it this year. I was going to do it for both you and Mason, but today it is just you, my friend. Okay. I'll try to keep a filter on, but not try to take too long to answer either. All right. I'm going to try to not take too long to give you words because like I said, I'm not prepared. All right. Are you ready? This is no huddle with Matthew Souza. (laughs) Ready? Yes. All right. Justin Herbert. My guy. Bill Belichick. Fires. <laughs> uh, Raheem Mostert. Gift from God. Gift from God. Salvin Ahmed. Fuck. Um, shit. I was yeah, going to say, I was going to say like false hope or something. Okay. Find a way, Warriors. My opponent this week. <laughs> oh, really? Yep. Toilet bowl. Craig. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's. So much I, I the name Toilet Craig has uh has oh, gone to my ears a lot over the past. I'll take credit uh, for that. Yeah, I think that's that's Glenn's fault, Craig, not me. For planting that in my seat in my head for so long. Um Pat Mahomes. Good. Panacho. Toilet. <laughs> I know. Funny how that works. Is uh, I, I would think I, I, that. Never mind. I know. Um, Mac Jones. Help. Send the help. Detro- the Detroit Lions. On fire. We'll say fire for that one. Watch out. <clears throat> First round. I thought Jamar Chase. Okay. I was hoping you're gonna say exit. Oh my god. <laughs> Asshole. No, I thought of the I thought of a draft. Okay, that's fine. That that makes me feel a little better. Um all right, a couple more. The Dallas Cowboys. Defense. Team Jossum. Oh. JV. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving I'm not giving exciting answers here. I'm not giving you good words. Brennan's belly button. Mason. Mm. 
Ring toss. Art. <laughs> Rhino. Oh, all right. I asked for one word. Sorry. <laughs> That's it. I'll come more prepared for Mason, but I, I didn't have words. I was just going off the top, but uh, you did a good job, Susan. I think the best from that was when I said toilet, you said Craig, and then when I said Panacha, you said toilet. That makes me, that gives yeah, me so, the warm fuzzies. So Panacha, so he lost this week, and he knew midway through, and he said. I think he threw it in. Whether he meant it or not, whether it was reverse psychology or not, he said, like, all right, that was it. I'm preparing for the constellation. Time to shit on the good players who do bad or something. Do you think he's really checking out or is just reverse psychology? It's reverse psychology because he's not out of it. As bad as his start is, one and five. I told you. I've won a championship at one and five. And 0 and 4. Like this early in the season, we're still at the halfway point. Anything can happen. Granted, it would help if you had a guy like Cooper Cup. But right. yeah, anything can still happen. His team's getting healthier. And, well, I shouldn't say that because Justin Fields just got hurt, but he's got Saquon back. Um, you know, and he would have had Cup coming back too. But now Debo's hurt. So. I don't know. Yeah, you you never know. You never know. You can you can win with little points. You can have a blow up game as they already had. Yep. Um, it is funny though. I see him on Twitter sometimes replying to fantasy tweets, and he's like asking about Josh Reynolds and Rashid Shahid. It's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Shahid yeah. and Josh Shahid Reynolds and Josh Reynolds. Yeah. I mean, this is this is fantasy in the year 2023. It's not like, I don't know. I, I just feel like years ago, it was so, people were getting hurt less, and I was more confident about who to start and that they were going to do well. Like, remember the days where, like, you had guys like Antonio Brown, and they just went out there and performed every fucking week, and Adrian Peterson, and ah, those are the good old days. You know what's, all right, I'll, let me say this. Yeah. And this is not just to you. It's okay. to everybody who's saying what you're saying. Basically, everyone with a losing record is saying this. This year, I feel like it's just because you're in a bad spot. Same thing with Craig and Panacho. Oh, this year sucks. This year sucks. No, it's your team's doing bad. There's a lot of good happening. You're, you're Antonio Brown. That's Tyreek Hill. You're Adrian Peterson. That's Christian McCaffrey. There's plenty of great people that are consistent. And and plenty of teams are doing very well. That's how it goes. Some teams are bad. Some teams are good. Year in, year out. Unfortunately, it's on. You're on the wrong end of it. And that so happens tell, sometimes. So you just tell me I suck. No, I'm washed. And my <laughs> days are over. And I might as well pack it up and change my. I would. I would board. say you had some unfortunate. You had bad fortune with the way certain guys panned out, like the Bengals as a team, like. Javante Williams and stuff and Gibbs like that's that was a freaking gotcha kind of like a joke I guess that, that surprised everybody uh, but that happens that happens and Craig saying please stop he says losing record or not this year blow Zach Moss and Kyron Williams ain't top five running backs man but Brock Purdy is the top five quarterback 
that we've learned. Listen, Zach Moss, Kyron Williams, they got the opportunity. We've seen plenty of guys, whether someone gets injured or maybe just they're the only guy because someone got traded in the offseason, and volume trumps talent a lot of times. But we've seen it time and time again. Random random people doing well. Trying to think of examples. So basically, you're just telling me, buck up, mister, and uh, just ride the wave of what we call fantasy football. Yes, pretty much. Now, I, I mean, I will say injuries do seem to be coming a lot more often, and that really does suck. Yeah, it does. But when you start thinking about all the people that are not hurt, it's actually a lot of those, too. I think, uh, well, yeah. But I think, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it might feel like everyone's getting hurt, but it's not everybody. I feel like it's a lot of fantasy-relevant players. And I think because certain players are getting hurt, it's also affecting other fantasy-relevant players. Like Garrett Wilson from the Rodgers injury. Like Garrett Wilson was supposed to be you know, a wide receiver one this year. You drafted him to be a wide receiver one. Aaron Rodgers goes down on the fucking first drive of the year, and now he's stuck with Zach Wilson. Oh, yes. I I had it worse when I drafted Jordy Nelson in the first round. And Garrett Wilson's playable. When I had Jordy lose Aaron Rodgers, I dropped him. (laughs) He He really was that bad. Three points every week. (laughs) <laughs> it was really insane. I dropped him. I don't think anyone even picked him up. That's how consistently bad he was. Um, how long did it take you? Because I know it didn't take as long as it took me to drop Russell Wilson last year. No, I, I mean, I played him for a few weeks, and then I sat him for a few weeks, and then I realized it's not getting any better. It was like it was Hundley, Brent Hundley, and I think Randall Cobb was doing all right, but Jordy Nelson was getting nothing. And, uh, yeah, it, that really does hurt, though. Yeah, the quarterback's going down in particular. Yeah. And now, like, Fields, now what? what's going to happen to DJ Moore? Cole Komet, who has been somewhat viable. Hmm. I don't know. I had to watch. Uh, I was my ass tightened last night when, um, I don't know if you saw Justin Herbert get that shot to the head in one of those, when he slid or something, he got rattled. I was like, oh, my God. Every time this guy got hit with his freaking stiff um, hamburger helper mitt and getting shots to the head. I'm like, oh, my God, just don't freaking die, please. Hey, I was talking about this at work with uh, one of the court officers because we usually talk football like every day. And because he asked, he said, CD Lamb, oh, he said, CD Lamb looked good last night. He said, and Dak, too. And those are my Cowboys fans. I said, yeah. I said, it was a pretty good game. I said, uh, problem with the Cowboys is me and Craig were talking about last night. Is that they just um it's the same thing. They do the stupidest penalties in the world. Oh, that's awful. And I asked the court officer, I said, first of all, I don't know why this penalty is a reoccurring thing like around the league, but there's one penalty that you should never commit, and it's called illegal, illegal hands man to the face. Oh. No, a legal man, man downfield. downfield. No, a legal man downfield is a tough one, and I'm glad that, that annoys me. Well, I mean, it, it's, it's like, where's he going? Stop running. Just well, it's not, it's not necessarily his fault because he's a wandering the play, old man, the play is an RPO. So he's run blocking like, like he doesn't know if the running back has the ball behind him or not. So he's running upfield to block for the run. 
that that you know i i can't blame i got that, you so. but illegal hands to the face there is literally no excuse for when you're an offensive lineman and you're blocking an engaging defensive lineman linebacker whoever's coming in for you to put your hands up into another man's face mask while you're engaging a block with him at no point should your hands even be close to his face mask and then they well, show the replay yeah, yeah. and they say they say oh legal hands to his face let's take a look at this and my guy is blocking this dude pushing his head back for five whole seconds and i'm like how does that like do you think you're not going to get away with that i know like like i know they they grab their shoulder pads which maybe if you slip your hand goes up to the face but uh, i know what you mean that's it's just it's uh and i can't and 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 pre-snap penalties like like offsides false start and stuff and it's just last night was bad i felt like Every drive, both teams, every drive started with a penalty. The first, the second half started with a penalty. Like, like this, I, it was almost like the refs were like getting paid by penalties, like per Dude, penalty, because they were always but, out there. But the problem with the Cowboys is their penalties on offense, it kills drives. Like they'll have a really good game or whatever. So if it's safe, it's first and Say, say they get a first down to start the drive out, and they're at, like, their own 35-yard line. Dak just completed the pass to whoever, 15 yards, first down. Then they hand the ball off, Tony Pollard. Oh, second and eight. And then they go to throw it, and they complete, like, a five-yard pass, but instead it's a holding. And now it's second and long. And it, it just it completely kills your drive and your momentum, and it happens time and time again yeah. watching them. And on defense, you know, defensive penalties in general are just a killer, but it's just stupid stuff. And then we were talking about the play calling. Uh, Craig and I were last night. It was just like, I don't know if McCarthy literally just copied and pasted his Green Bay Packers playbook from 2010, (laughs) but the NFL isn't the same game anymore. And it is just, uh, it's frustrating. It's a lot of stuff that's just, it's not good, and that's fine for the Cowboys to beat a team like that, where you know Dak played well, defense played well for the most part. Um, to beat a team like the Chargers, but come playoff time in January and December, they aren't going to beat anybody good if they play like that. Yeah, not with that discipline. Yeah, the, they gave. There was one drive the Chargers like. They were given like two lives in the drive. Um, I don't even think they scored on it. That might have been a fourth down failed conversion at the end, but like they kept them driving down the field because the Cowboys kept giving them first downs, uh, roughing the passer and whatnot. And yeah, it's and then you and then you have one. It was third down. Uh, Herbert throws the ball off to Ron Bland's face mask. Could have been a pick six to the house. Whatever they get the stop. They're punting it. Uh, blocker gets pushed back into Kevontae Turpin. Punt hits the ground. Turpin doesn't oh, yeah. touch it. And That's then right. Jalen Tolbert thinks he touches it, tries to go after it, and then it causes a fumble, and then they end up scoring a touchdown. It, it's stupid. So, like, you're getting the ball back. You're giving it right away. <laughs> I know. That's, that's the worst. That's why I could never return punts. 
or kicks. I thought um, there was going to be an issue with running into the guy, but that wasn't no, even a problem. Yeah, because I, the the guy who was blocking was the guy who made contact. Yeah, he was like pushed the into the, the right. returner. Hmm. Penalties. Bill Belichick would not have it. Well, thing that's, is, one thing team, that's one thing he's good at. This well, point. not not this year because their this. team is fucking horrible. I turn, on, I turn on that game too. There's another game I watched for five minutes. First drive of the game. Uh, first play of the game. False start to the Patriots. <laughs> and I'm like, first play. This has happened. I don't know. But uh, we got we got pickles to do. And there we go. I, I don't think, think I'm doing very well here. Let me take a look. Question is, is anyone beating us? And it looks like old Craig is on top with a decent three-game lead. That's going to have to change because I do not want to give him the very special prize. Who's – okay, so which one are you? I'm George Pickums. Oh, boy. And Mason? That doesn't sound good. Mason is can't be worse than last year. All right, Mason's four games behind. You're 10 games behind. 10 games behind? Uh, I'm 14 games behind, so. 14 games? Yeah. Uh, 49 wins. Craig in the first place at 63. The fuck? Very bad. Looks like uh, Chris Hardnett was in here. You played one week. Yeah, sounds about right. Thursday night. (laughs) You got the Jacksonville Jaguars heading down to New Orleans to face the Saints. Jaguars, four and two. Starting to catch a little bit of momentum. I'm going to pick them against the Saints because uh, the Saints look like shit. The defense is good, but they're... Yeah, Eric Card. You're right. Ain't, ain't doing it for me. Then moving on to Sunday, there's no London game anymore, Souza. Now there's just two Germany games left. Really? But not, but not this week. Yeah, They're actually good games. Um, Chiefs and Dolphins are one of them. What? Tyreek Hill revenge game, and then I think the Patriots play somebody too. In uh, really? Germany. Yeah. Is this going to be the same time zone as London? Yeah. Okay. 9.30 start, I believe. But not this week. It's not until November. So this week, you can enjoy your coffee in peace and then get ready for one You think one Craig's going to go to that game live? Chiefs game in Germany? in Germany? I mean, no reason not to. I'm sure he'd be welcome with open arms. Right. Right. Um, the Las Vegas Raiders are going to Chicago to face the Bears. I'm picking the Raiders because the Bears don't have Justin Fields. Hey, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a good thing. But I won't bet on it. I'm picking the Raiders. Yeah, I don't believe in Trace McSorley. Is he even the? Is he the backup? Or is I don't even know who the backup is. I think he's the. I think he's gonna. 
be the backup to Fields' backup, who um, I forgot his name. Nathan Peterman? No, it's a new guy. And I think his last name's a little funny. Let's see. Is it Doug Funny? No. Uh, Tyson Bagent? Bagent? B-A-G-E-N-T? Bagent. Bagent. Yeah, not Bagent. sure, but he filled in. All right. The Browns are going to Indy to face the Colts. And uh, give me the Browns, man. Browns defense is legitness. Yes, so. P.J. Walker, because I don't know what's going on with Deshaun Watson. We didn't cover it in the news, but I don't know. No, he wasn't there. Yeah. The Buffalo Bills are going to Gillette Stadium to face the one and five. New England Patriots, one and five. Soon to be one and six. That is such a good time. The thing is, though, I need the Patriots to win a couple more games. I need I need them I need to be, them to be like you know six and uh, was it six and six and eleven? Oh, all right. I need I need that. I can't them I can't get them having too good of a draft pick because then why well, Bills will just fuck it up anyway. Well, the thing is, if you get too high of a draft pick, it's kind of impossible for Bill to draft you know a third string uh, yeah special teams guy. So so do you right. is it? Watching the Patriots suck, is it is it as satisfying as it would be if it was like Brady on the Patriots sucking? Where it's like, oh, you have you have the guy, you have your 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 prod, prodigal son or whatever, and you're losing. As opposed to, oh well, you literally have nobody, therefore that's why you're losing. No, I think it's more satisfying watching Brady lose in, like, the Super Bowl. Right. But is it still fun to watch the Patriots be oh, dog yeah. shit? Yeah, because it's because you got some – it's funny because I listen to, you know, Sports Talk Radio. I, I had a guy come in, a perfect Mason impression. Guy called in the radio today to Jones and Mego in the afternoon. They said, uh, yeah, honestly, it's time to go get rid of Mac, dude. I say they just sit Mac down, roll out Bailey Zappi for the rest of the year, and then and then let him go. See if you could trade him maybe at the deadline. Because what we're seeing is just not good. And and the fact like this guy throwing Bailey Zappi out there, like, you know, he, he he's the solution. He's the it's answer. So, it's so good, dude. It's fun. Yo, we're so, yeah, everyone's scrambling. I don't yeah. know what don't know what the and, answer is. And the thing is, like, Sports Talk Radio, like, like they love it because it's something for them to talk about, you know? And, uh, you know, what's going to happen with the team, what's going to happen yeah. with Bill. And it's uh, it's it's interesting conversation, but it is fun to hear, you know, debates on radio and callers coming in and trying to solve the problems. And, and it's just uh, it's there, funny. Yeah, we don't – the pieces aren't there to solve the problem. No, no, there's, there's, it's a whole mess. It's not just it's not just one thing. It's not like you could just replace the quarterback and say, ah, we're good now. It's 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 fucked up. Like it's, it's like it's like a lot of puzzle pieces that are missing. It's like an alligator with all them teeth and no toothbrush. Right. Right. It's it's it's, it's pretty much that. So right. the Bills are uh, it's pretty much that. The Bills are gonna uh, drop trial in Gillette Stadium this weekend. 
But the Commanders are 3-3 three and three going to MetLife to face the New York Giants. And I think the Commanders are going to win. Mine says win. I agree. Go. That's easy. The Atlanta Falcons are three and three, and they're going to Tampa Bay to face the Buccaneers. We're three and two. Mm. And uh, this one's tough. It is tough. Divisional game. They're in Florida. I just want to say this, though. You know how we talk about, uh, we have talked about in the past, like free and Aaron Jones, because when good things happen, when he touches the ball, or, you know, they used to happen. Yeah. Um, Free B. John Robinson. I can get he behind should, that. He should be getting 30 touches a game. I like I, I like Tyler Algier as much as the next guy, but come on, man. I know he like Tyler Algier got 13 carries last week, uh 17 the week before that. That's that's 13 like, and that's 17 a lot. too many. <laughs> that's yeah. a lot of carries going to another guy. Right. But like I, I don't know how you can look at Bijan Robinson. And as Arthur Smith being like, ah, let's mix in some Algier carries. You know, for know, what Bijan like... does with the ball. Like, it, it, it just doesn't make sense. I don't know. With that being said, I'm going to take the Falcons on the road. I'm going with the Bucks. Okay. So this is where we, this is where we stray. All right. Ooh, we might stray on this game, too, because the Detroit Lions are on the road going to Baltimore mm. to face the Ravens. I'm picking the Ravens here. Really? I think they might play him play him tough. <clears throat> I think they might too. I think this will be a grind out game. I think it's going to come down to the witching hour. Yeah. And I think the and, Lions are going to pull it out. And I don't think Goff is immune to filling his diaper. We haven't really seen that. Um, that's because he's my MVP this year. That's true. But I'm just saying there's a chance, and this could be a game where that happens. On the road against a nasty Baltimore defense. Are they nasty? Not nasty in terms of, like, they're awesome, but, like, it's just, like, a a nasty group. Like, hard fought. Rugged. Not afraid to plant you on your ass. Yep. They don't smile. They don't talk to you. They don't shake your hand. No, spit at you. <laughs> Watch the Lions uh, blow them out. <laughs> probably. No um, David Montgomery either. No. Maybe, Maybe that's part of it. Jameer Gibbs over under six carries. Under. Under. Really under. The Pittsburgh Steelers are three and two, and they're going to L.A. to face the Rams. Uh, give me the Rams at home. Because they have more firepower than the Steelers do, even though Deontay Johnson is coming back. Steelers off the bye, though? Don't matter. Don't matter. No, it doesn't matter. No, because... And... And the Arizona Cardinals are 1-5. That makes me upset. That they're one really? five, and yeah, because their one win is against the Cowboys. Oh, that's right. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yep. Well, they're going to Seattle to face the Seahawks. 
So I'm going to pick Seattle at home. It makes sense, you know, right? Seattle's yeah. a better team at home. But then again, this is the division game, and Josh Dobbs might do the damn thing. The Green Bay Packers are going to Denver to face the Broncos. And they're also one and five, the Broncos. That's crazy, too. I'll tell you what. Give me the Broncos at home. Oh, that's yeah, this is a gross one. The Packers are uh, kind of slipping for me. Jordan Love's looked like hot dog shit over the past couple weeks. But the Broncos defense is hot dog shit. Is I love it? the Packers. Yes, they played, it is. they played well enough to win the game against uh, Kansas City on Thursday night. What? Last Thursday? They didn't they didn't beat the Chiefs. I know. I said they played well enough. Their defense oh, played uh, well enough for them to win or keep it close. They just couldn't get anything going on offense. Yeah. Yeah, which is weird because it is the Chiefs, but a lot of other examples of them not doing well. Like seven I mean, points I, I against tried... the Dolphins? Yeah, but not even that. Like, I think I I was going to – I had them in fantasy. I was like, oh, this is a good matchup, but it's the Broncos. I don't want to get burned. I think it might have been the Cardinals. Oh, it was the, uh, the Jets. Mm. Zach Wilson. They let up 23 points. Justin Fields, who had been doing absolutely nothing, they let up 28 points against, against them. Uh, Washington. What the hell is Howell doing? Not much. They put 35 on the Broncos D though. Uh, oddly enough, Kansas City's the one of the lowest. Maybe Kansas City just <laughs> one of the lowest sucks. points scored. Could have been. Maybe could be that. Yeah. Could be. And uh I'll tell you what, what people aren't talking about with the Jets. Uh Zach Wilson. Past three weeks, he outplayed Pat Mahomes. He beat the Jets. And he just outplayed Jalen Hurts. And beat the Eagles. So Super Bowl back on. Aaron Rodgers stay home. It's possible. You ever hear the conspiracy about um how the NFL logo, I'm sorry, the Super Bowl logo and the colors within it predicts the actual members of the Super Bowl, the, the teams in it. So like the last two years. So I guess there's only like two two years of sample size. But um, last year's Super Bowl logo was like a green and reddish color. It's usually like two colors. It was green and red, and it was the Eagles and Chiefs. And the year before mm-hmm. that, um, I forget. Whatever the teams were, it was it was that color, those two colors. And this was, year. Uh, Rams and Bengals. Okay. I wonder if it was. Uh, what's the, what's the Super Bowl was that number? That was uh, 57. No, that was 56. Last year was 57. This year is 58. 56. Yeah, it was it, it's it was blue and orange. Um and this year it's uh purple and red. So the guesses are either the 49ers or Chiefs for the red or the Vikings and and Ravens for the purple. That was that's the that's the off-season prediction 
based on the Super Bowl logo. How does that stand? Definitely not the Vikings, probably. No. But maybe uh, Ravens Niners Super Bowl? Is that just just keep that in mind when you're watching the script play out this year? Just keep that in mind. I'm gonna forget about that one. <laughs> maybe put it on the board. Ravens Niners Super board. Bowl. I don't know. I'm just gonna put Super Bowl colors. Super okay. Super Bowl colors. Yeah, 58. It's it's a nice purple orange uh, red, purple red. Super Bowl colors. All right. Then uh, we get the Los Angeles Chargers going to Kansas City to face the Chiefs. And what do you think about that one? I hope it's a shootout. Um, But the Chiefs are going to win because not only are they good, but the Chargers can't win. Because Justin Herbert's mid. There might be other reasons. Okay. This is a good one. Sunday night football, the Miami Dolphins are heading to Philly to face the Eagles. Both teams are 5-1, and one, and there's no green and teal in the Super Bowl logo, right? Correct. So I'm not going to say this is a Super Bowl preview, but this is the closest thing we've seen so far this year. To a it's Super true. Bowl yeah, preview. this is – wow, look at this. Sunday night. Sunday night. Who you got? Give me the NFL Dolphins. got this one right. Yeah, because they are just unstoppable, and we've seen Jalen Hurts not quite live up to expectations, even though the record suggests it. Yeah. Give me the Dolphins. And then Monday night, you got the San Francisco 49ers, maybe Christian McCaffrey list, maybe Debo Samuelis, Samuelis, maybe Scallops comply with my pants, because no matter what, the Niners are winning this game. Yeah. All right. So the Vikings are two and four. They're not out of it. They could reach the playoffs. They could go to the right. Super Bowl. No. Niners, uh, Vikings, Chiefs. <laughs> Maybe Falcons, Ravens. Maybe. How many points get scored in this game? Monday night. All right. Normally I'm going to say 69. But this game. 69. 68. No way. Yep. Just did it. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, yep. 68 points. Sizzling hot takes are brought to you by Der Burgers. Souza. Oh, the burger's good. Durr. Durr. You want me to go first? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. 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 Sizzling hot take for you, Matt Souza, is that Kansas City and San Los Angeles 
I almost said San Diego. Almost oh. a dollar in the jar. Will not be a shootout. Sorry. You're killing me. It's going to be a shootout for one team, and that's the Chiefs. The Chargers aren't going to show up. And I'm predicting Travis Kelsey won't catch any touchdowns. He'll have a decent game, maybe five catches, 70 yards. But I am predicting four different pass catchers to have touchdowns from Patrick Mahomes. I'm talking Tony. I'm talking Rasheed Rice. I'm talking Sky Moore. And I'm talking a running back, maybe Pacheco or maybe McKinnon or maybe Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Maybe backup tight end. Maybe Noah Gray. Justin Watson. All I know is Pat Mahomes, four touchdowns, four different pass catchers. Sizzling hot take. Oof. I think the hottest part of that take is that Kelsey isn't one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Which would be a miracle, especially because I'm playing him. Oh. If that changes things for you. I'm playing Kelsey no, today. Because the way your luck's going, that sounds about right. Hey, Adam Thielen got 25 against me. And you still won. So. Sorry. I tried my best and it worked. All right. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> um, my hot take. And I'm sorry to you, Glenn. Oh, cool. Yeah, because I need sorry. Because, <laughs> because this Lions game. Oh, yeah. I think the Lions are going to do pretty well on the back of Craig Reynolds. Now, I think you own him. I do. But So I should start them both. But Jameer, but Jameer Gibbs, although he even, – even if he's playing, I think Craig Reynolds is going to get the David Montgomery kind of workload. Not just workload, but really output where he gets mm, – I think three is a little too hot, but we'll say two touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns for Craig Reynolds, and we'll give him 100 scrimmage yards at that. Craig friggin' Reynolds. So help me Christ. If Jameer Gibbs is healthy this week and I start Jameer Gibbs and Craig Reynolds does what you just said he does, well, it's going to be the last you ever see of me, buddy. Your name will go back to the Bragger Bridge crew. I, it might be the fucking Golden Gate crew because uh, the Braggabooge ain't high enough. No. Yeah. Well, thanks for ruining my night. Craig says, Susan talking about Thielen's output when most of that 32 is absurd. Apologize. No. Because no. it still happened. Nah. Thielen still dropped a big game on me. Yeah. It's my team. Withstood it. So, so if Kel- so if Kelsey gets twenty five, uh, Keenan Allen will get thirty five. Not according to you. Not according to how you think the game's going to go. But I'll tell you what: if if Pat Mahomes is dropping four touchdowns, that means Herbert's got a throw. So hey, maybe and he will maybe he will get thirty five to the other team. Oh, don't Cause say he's it because he's right. mid. Anything else you want to get off your chest this week, Susan? I know we missed Mason this week, but... 
Yeah, actually, I'm glad you brought up Mason. So in our league, right, like I said, a lot of people are having fun. There's four five and one teams. Hmm. Mason's one of them. Yeah, cool. And last week, well, I should say, all right, we just had week six. Week five, he put up 80 something and he won. I actually did too that week. And, you know, that happens. Sometimes people put up 80. Hey, sometimes people put up 77 and they still win. But Mason did it twice in a row. This week, this past week, he also put up like an 86-point game, and he still got the win. Hmm. I'm starting I'm starting to say enough's enough with that. I don't, I don't like that. I'll hmm. give you one because that happens. But twice in a row, Mason, I don't know about this. So Might because, be Mason, man. Because, you know, most of your wins, you know, you're scoring over fucking 120 and – you know, Mason, you know, he gets a couple of lucky ones, you know, 89, 86. And yeah. Yeah. I would say, I would say the average is like Ooh, 90. We got Craig and Mason this week. I haven't even looked at the matchups. Who we got this week? We got me against Chris. Great, bro. Absolutely great. Right, who's going to be the one to shit on my chest? Oh, it's well, he has. Big. It's gonna be Diggs against New England. Oh my god! Doesn't he have bye week, guys? Or yeah, no? he's got he's got Brees on bye, Thielen on bye. Cool. I'll All right, about yeah, him. that's that's forty points right there. Joe Mixon and Joe. All right, Glenn, this is your chance, bro. I have Jamar Chase on bye, and I got Gibbs. Who I don't know if I can trust. Well, I'm just saying, if you're playing Chris, you should be glad it's this week. We yeah, can at he, least say he, that. He start, he's starting two tight ends. But you know they're both going to get touchdowns. Cole Komet and Pat Fryermuth. Um, Jake is 2-4, and four and he's facing Gomes. Oh, my God. Right now, Gomes projected for 49.2 because he has his bye week players in. He's got no Joe Burrow. He's got no Garrett Wilson, and he's got no Tyler Boyd. He's getting oh, Deontay man. Johnson back, though. But, man, things are not looking good for Gomes. Panacho might luck out this year because Gomes' team is just fucking horrible. Oh, for yeah, for the toilet? No, yeah, I don't. Toilet. Panacho still has some really good guys that'll win him games. Um, but Gomes, yeah, he's oof. It's rough. And we I don't even know Craig. if he's going to even consider trades because he might just think it's pointless. Right. We got Craig versus uh, Mason. Craig's nice projected. family family battle there. Yep. Craig's projected to beat Mason by four, but Mason doesn't have a defense in. He's got Houston's D's on by. This is big because, uh, you know, if Craig can defeat a top team like Mason, his family no less. Hmm. That'd be, that'd be that'd be some good bragging rights right there. That's honor and respect at the dinner table. He really needs Aaron Jones to play. And then you got Amaral going up against Panacho. And they're both projected for low 80s. Jesus Christ, this they, game sucks. Jake they, Aronson they don't versus have a full you. Lineup. Yep. No. Yeah, and I think you'll uh, – well – See what happens. Jake's team's weird. It is weird. It's not good, but it's not bad either. That's how I thought. That's what I thought all of last year. And he won the championship with an asterisk. I was going to say, did he win? 
And then we got Zach. Zach won the money last week, right? He did. Pussy. Ooh, five and one versus five and one. Zach versus Brendan. Oh, That's what shit. We're talking about. There we go. There we this go. Your, Someone's going to freaking lose. This legit is your Dolphins versus Eagles because Tua versus Jalen Hurts. Holy crap. On Sunday night, but Zach doesn't have Tony P. Oh, that's a tough one. Who's he got? He's got Jerome Ford. He can move up. No, he's, he's going to need a new flex. Yeah, but he doesn't have to start him. He could put like Dobbs in as at flex and Ford up at running back. Depends. Brennan's Brennan's got some. Uh, he's got Sanders on bye, who's also out. It's probably fortunate for him. Yeah, no, like his that. team looks. Brennan's team is pretty much full strength. Um. Yeah, Zach has Tua, but he's throwing to Tyreek. Again, with Brendan's team. His team's not that good either. It's just Reek and Hurts and Swift. Yeah, Swift rushing for 180. Yeah, he's, he's starting McKinnon and Tony. That's that's a tough one, actually. And Sutton can be hit or miss. And I guess so can Darren Waller. Darren and Stevenson Waller. hasn't been that great either. No. But when Tyreek puts up 28 every week. Brendan asked me today, he texted me, and he said, so we've been going back and forth the past couple of weeks, you know, I haven't really, not in like serious trade talks, but he said, <clears throat> he said, Glenn A, <clears throat> how we doing? He said, are you into trading right now? And I said, I don't know what I'm into anymore. I said, I can't even find the right porn category nowadays. And he said, <laughs> he said that's low. He said, like your fantasy scores. Oh my God! And I said, "Damn!" He texted you, and he's putting, he's throwing you under the bus. And he said, "Try some midget stuff for a fun twist." Oh, back to porn. Yeah, and I said, I, "I'm gonna have to," I think. So, and that's where the conversation ended. Yeah, that's, that's wow. it. <laughs> what a combo that is! Nothing, yeah, you know. Here I was expecting an offer. I basically told I'm me that my, fan, my fantasy scores are low and. I'm picturing you getting in trouble with the law and like they have to confiscate your phone and go through your text messages. And as they go through it, they stumble upon that little blurb or they'll just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and they move on to the other text. Oh, shit. <laughs> and then we got um, Team Jawsome against here comes Derek. Yeah. So three, two, three, and three teams. This is going to be big because it's either you're over 500 or you're under 500. It's a big difference. Yeah. JV's got some bye week issues. No T. Higgins. Um, he's got Damon Harris in there right now, who's questionable, but he's projected for zero. Oh, my mm-hmm. dad's got Derrick Henry on by and Dallas's D. And Dave Montgomery's well, I can't, out. I can't hear you. You can't hear me? Now I can. No. Yeah, you went out for a second. What was the last thing you heard? Oh, it says my internet connection's unstable. Uh-oh. We better end this podcast. Ladies and so. gentlemen, thank you for tuning in each and every single week, Tuesday night on the Twitch at 7 p.m. Eastern. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, whatever you listen to your podcast. And tune in next week as we return to you with TSTK Watch and hopefully Mason Boyd. Tuza, thank you for this week. Good luck next week, but not too much luck. And let's get the fuck out of here. Bye-bye.